Radically resilient health is not the absence of injury, disease, infection, or stress. Rather, it's the ability to recover from injury, disease, or stress. This is Radically Resilient Health with Dr. Carolyn Dolan, founder of VitaKinetics. I'm your host, Connie Ray. We want to continue to share this vital and important information about how easy it is to change your health through simple lifestyle changes. So please subscribe to our podcast. Follow VitaKinetics and Dr. Carolyn Dolan on Facebook and Instagram. We already know there's a connection between the gut and the brain based on phrases like gut-wrenching or gut-feeling. In the next two podcast episodes, Dr. Carolyn Dolan discusses her research on the gut-brain connection. Find out why the gut and the brain are so intimately connected. Is supporting this connection an essential component to long-term health? This is Radically Resilient Health. Dr. Dolan, welcome back. I am so excited to talk about this topic today. You're really going to lay out to us how important that gut-brain connection is to our overall healing and well-being of our bodies. In the world of traditional healthcare, through all my physical therapy training and you know my husband's medical training, we, we broke the body up into these different parts and different specialties. And one of the things I actually really love about physical therapy is that as a whole profession, we really started to come back to the interconnectedness of the different body parts and the physiological system. Um, and there was a specific patient diagnosis as I was in my clinical practice, um, complex regional pain syndrome patient, which I have only had a handful, but they were such fascinating chronic pain patients where otherwise n- normal, healthy individuals would develop this chronic pain state Either they would have a surgical procedure or super mild injury that would develop into this chronic inflammatory, excessive pain um, and poor healing. And I really was trying to understand this patient population and this diagnosis, like where is the causative effect? Why does one person potentially have this this response to an otherwise mild injury and another person doesn't? And that's where I really started to understand the connection between the gut and the brain connection and how a disruption of that connection leads to excessive inflammation, poor healing, inadequate healing, and the chronic pain state. And as I was researching that, it took me back to just the fundamental anatomy of, you know, how is the gut and the brain connected? And literally the vagus nerve, which is a cranial nerve from the central nervous system from off your brain, innervates in your gut. So you literally have a, a nerve that innervates and connects and reaches from your brain down to your gut and back again. This phenomenon of this interconnection that it's not either or one physiological process, but that everything is interconnected. And the gut-brain axis just happens to be one that I focus in on, but it's still multifactorial and there are lots of different connections throughout our body, clearly. Specifically, this connection is If your brain is inflamed, it will have an effect on the health of your gut. And if your gut is unhealthy, it will have this effect on your brain and how you perceive pain and how you behave. And so this interconnectedness and this sort of feedback loop where if one is disrupted, there's going to be an effect somewhere else. And that's where I also came across something called intestinal permeability, otherwise known as leaky gut, where 
we intake things that potentially disrupt the health of our microbiome in our gut, the lining of our gut, then our gut lining now no longer is a barrier. It's more open. And so things get into our systemic body and cause an inflammatory response that is abnormal. And that this excessive inflammatory state systemically then sets our brain up for more perceived pain, more intensity of pain. And I and I kind of take a look at the whole picture here. And so that's where, when I looked at this gut-brain connection, and, and again, I started with this nutritional focus as I went back into it, but nutrition is just a piece. And each one of those components of lifestyle has a positive or negative effect upon this connection of the gut-brain and the integrity of that system that will set you up for either good healing and full recovery or a decrease in healing and an increased pain state. Can you give some examples of, say your brain is inflamed, what happens to your gut? And if your gut is inflamed, what happens to your brain? So there have been um, some studies with traumatic brain injury and looking at how traumatic brain injury is also associated with that intestinal permeability problem. So the inflammatory or that mechanical disruption within the brain disrupts the feedback loop so it weakens the tight junctions within the intestinal lining. And so then you get systemic inflammatory process. You're not absorbing nutrients as well or food particles or things that you're ingesting are going into areas where they don't belong. That feedback cycle then is impaired. It's not normal, right? So the more we can decrease the overall inflammation both of the brain and the system, will start to allow those things to heal. So again, that's that's an example of the feedback, like a feedback loop where there's a brain problem that then affects the gut. And in the same place, in the same way, you can have a disruption by eating a, a diet high in refined sugars, say, or, and we'll talk a bit about gluten, that can be a problem for many, many folks or heavy on antibiotics or even potentially some pharmaceuticals can disrupt that gut lining, leading to that systemic inflammation that weakens that potentially the brain barrier, but also leads to inflammation around the brain. So you have symptoms like anxiety or depression or sort of inflammatory brain disorders. I was focusing in on that pain because of the chronic regional pain syndrome patient that I was using kind of as my model there. That's essentially what are a few examples of things. I had a leg injury. It needed to be fixed. But what could I do to maintain after that surgery and before that surgery to make sure that the inflammation that I had after the surgery was less? We started doing a lot more with paleo. I started consuming vitakinetics, which I'm still on today. I knew that that food was going to play a part in my healing process. And I think one of the other things when you talk about how you had this mechanical problem that needed a surgical intervention. I I never want someone to think that I'm suggesting solely nutrition is going to cure absolutely everything. I mean, I think modern medicine is pretty phenomenal. I've, I've used the analogy of a coin where you have two sides of the coin where the coin is inflammatory pain, right? Is, is the perception of a, of pain on one side, you can have a, localized inflammatory response. So in, in your particular case, it was your was your hip because of the changes in the joint surfaces and all that kind of stuff. But it could be a stub toe, right, where you're going to have a localized inflammatory and pain response as a result of that 
area. But when we're talking about just the gut brain connection, the gut brain connection and that whole system plays a role in that because the health of that system is how much sort of systemic inflammation you're going to have. And they bleed into each other, right? So if we have a lot of systemic inflammation going on, then even though we have a localized injury, an inflammatory injury that we need to address, you can see how it starts to feed into it. And or with that cycle, if we're not absorbing our nutrients, if our if our gut-brain connection isn't um, the best it can be, we're not going to be able to heal that localized injury as well. Whether or not that really truly played a role in the development of your problem is up for debate. And clearly we could say it probably contributed, but there may have been an anatomical issue that you were born with or specifically an injury, but it feeds into it because you're not going to be able to recover from that particular surgery or that, that injury without having adequate nutrition to have all the micronutrients and that they are going to the right place to do the right thing. And that's where, when you made those changes of your nutritional profile, promoting good sleep to the best of your ability and getting adequate movement, you were trying to facilitate the delivery of all of those those nutrients that are needed for, for healing. So you had a localized injury that needed to be addressed with surgery and you optimized your recovery from that. I mean, that's exactly what we're talking about with this resilient health. It's not the absence of injury or disease or infection or even stress, but it's being able to say, okay, I've got this thing. I'm going to do the best I can over here so I can optimize my recovery from that without impairing my progress. And so with the pharmaceutical stuff, while they, they are certainly tools, I, I don't suggest throwing everything out and they have a role to play. But the problem is they, they only address the symptoms of that particular injury. Um, and then they can create some secondary problems. But they don't promote nutrient absorption with a healthy gut. They don't pr- promote a normalized healing response. They're, you know, they're trying to block the symptoms of, of that problem in the brain or in the healing process. Trying to take that gut-brain connection, optimizing it, getting the information we need from from whatever the injury is, and then making a plan so then we can fully recover from it. And that's where your success has really come from. With our kids, if my daughter bumps her elbow and her elbow is really hurting after volleyball, should I just put some ice on it, uh, maybe some heat, you know, do a a combo of both instead of handing them an anti-inflammatory? It's worth delaying, Mm -hmm. right? It's worth taking a breather. Like That's kind of how I approach it with the physical injuries from the sports and activities. Okay, like, is it broken? Do we need to go to the doctor? Because if it's hurting and it's deformed and, and, and that sort of thing, then medicating it is not helpful. Like, I need to take that information and I need to go get professional help. If it's just a bruise or if it's a sprain, then maybe I need the direction I need to take is a wait and see. Okay, let's rest. Let's, let's let, let that acute inflammatory process give us the feedback we need so that our brain can respond all right i need that hurts i'm going to take a break like that's important information and then and then wait and see but if we suddenly flood the system with the pain medications like anti-inflammatories tylenol in non-urgent situations where it's not critical 
just because we don't want to take a break, then we lose the ability to actually start our healing process off properly. Talked a bit about that, I think, too, about the macrophage and how important the macrophage is. Now, certainly there are times when we need to, but there are also other things we can do. And that's part of why Vitakinetics was born, because there are times where, man, my back is really sore, but I got to keep working. I, I need a little bit of help. And that's where Vitakinetics was born. Okay, well, let's do something to help you with that pain state, but that doesn't disrupt your healing process. You've been listening to Radically Resilient Health with Dr. Carolyn Dolan. In the next episode of Radically Resilient Health, part two of the gut-brain connection, Dr. Dolan looks at the role nutrition plays in maintaining a healthy gut-brain connection. Could adjustments to your diet make you smarter? Learn more about Vitakinetics and Dr. Carolyn Dolan at vitakinetics.com. Follow Vitakinetics and Dr. Carolyn Dolan on Facebook and Instagram. Content in this podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not intended as medical, physical therapy, or healthcare advice. Listening to this podcast does not create a healthcare provider patient relationship. Please contact your medical healthcare provider if you suspect you have a medical problem. This podcast is funded by Vitakinetics.